Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Well, I have done hundreds of podcast interviews over the years, and without a doubt, this is one of my all-time favorite podcast interviews. Maybe, maybe my number one all-time favorite was this interview I did with Will Gadara on his book and the concept of unreasonable hospitality. I love it so much. I agree with it. I believe in it. I underscore it. I would add exclamation points to everything he said and say, this is what we want to be. This is what I want to be a student of. This is not only how I want people to think of Brand Builders Group when they do business with us and they talk about us. This is what I want people to think about us as people. And so we're going to talk about, I'm going to share with you here in my, my own little recap of five keys to using customer experience as a differentiator and as a competitive advantage. So this is important, right? Because go listen to this interview. If I mean, if there's one that you go back and listen to, go back and listen to this interview with Will. It is so good. But if you go, okay, what do we do at Brand Builders Group? Part of what we do is we help people find their uniqueness so that they can exploit it in the service of others, right? That's a huge part of what we do. That's based on a quote that I learned from a gentleman named Larry Wingett. Well, Finding your uniqueness, one of the benefits of that, one of the byproducts of it is that you separate yourself from all the other people who do something similar to what you do. And here, this story, Will's story and his content and his expertise is so relevant because he's talking about what we typically teach in terms of how to differentiate yourself from the market is basically through your content and through your delivery and through your own stories. But what he's talking about is separating yourself from everyone through customer experience, meaning 
by changing the way that your customers interact with you, and more specifically, the way that you interact with them, you can make them feel a certain way. And by doing that, that is going to separate you from everybody else that they could refer or do business with or you know, come back and be a repeat customer of. And so here's five keys to doing this. And these mostly come directly from Will. So the first thing that he said that really hit me as I went back and reviewed this interview was, again, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But he was the co-owner of 11 Madison Park. So this is this very high-end restaurant in New York, but he wanted to be the best restaurant in the world. And what he said was, I decided that we weren't going to compete by trying to be the best product in the world, meaning we weren't going to try to have the best food in the world necessarily. They knew they needed to have world-class food, but he picked a different area of the business, customer experience. And he said, I wanted to compete on experience. The way that Will said it was, he didn't want to be unreasonable in the product, but he wanted to be unreasonable in how they treated people. And he defined it as unreasonable hospitality is targeting and zeroing in on the human desire for people to feel seen, cared for, and welcome. What a brilliant observation and what an intelligent insight to go, you can compete not only on on what you do, but how you do it. That's what customer experience is all about. It's not just what you do. It's one thing to be innovative in what you do, which is its own separate conversation and also worth aspiring to. But there's this whole other conversation, which I think is so often ignored, which is how you do it, how you do what you do, not just the expertise. In in the case of personal brands, this isn't just about you becoming well-known, and it's not just about you producing insights that are better or more powerful or more poignant or more sharp or more clear or more actionable than the other people who are in your space. It's about your customers being made to feel a certain way as they encounter you, as they interact with you, as they exchange commerce with you, as they engage with your content or your events or your products or your services. How do you make your customers feel? And that to me is amazing to go. I mean, there's perhaps no more commoditized you know, space in the world than restaurants, right? People who serve food. There's lots and lots of competition of people who do that. So to be the number one restaurant in the world by choosing to not compete on the food. Now, amazing food was like the price of admission, right? So that had to be there. But to find this other point, I thought was, was extremely, extremely powerful. From a tactical standpoint, so that's point number one, right? Is to be exceptional at making people feel seen, cared, and welcome. That's the first key to using customer experience as a differentiator. Be exceptional at making people feel seen, cared for, and welcome. Number two is to isolate all of the customer touch points, to audit all of your customer touch points. So this is the tactical component of how to do this, is go through you, your team, and audit. And we're going to have our team do this at Brand Builders Group. Like this for us, this is where we're at. This is perfect for where we're at is going, how do we get to the next level, right? So part of it is being brilliant at the basics, mastering the fundamentals. Those have to be in place. Once you have those things, you go, okay, how do we go next level? This is it, is go, we need to audit, meaning we need to think about, we need to document, we need to transcribe every touch point our customers have with us. 
And this isn't that you could do this in your marketing as well. But what I took from this interview from Will specifically is it's actually once they become a customer, too often personal brands are overly consumed and worried about just getting new customers, attracting new customers, growing their reach, their following, signing up new people. And then they work so hard to bring this person in, they make the sale. And then it's like, they basically forget about them. And they just kind of like, you know, it's just fumes when it comes to delivering to their customers. And so they're always having to constantly chase new customers and new business because they do such a crappy job of taking care of their past customers and their existing customers. And instead of over-delivering with their existing customers and letting their customers become their sales force to bring them new customers, they're just focused on new business. Then they they make the sale and they kind of like deliver C-minus work with their existing customers. And so they have to do the hard work of finding new customers versus letting their past customers become their sales force. Well, so how do you do that? You have to audit every touch point that you have with your past customers. And the way that Will said it was, he said, you want to isolate them and then elevate them. Meaning, okay, let's look at the list of every single interaction, communication, touch point we have with a customer. And let's figure out some of the ones that are you know, routinely mundane and add creativity to them. So this is really a two-part process, right? It's audit the steps, and then it is figure out how do you add creativity to certain ones. And you maybe can't do all of them, but maybe you can do one or two or three. But to go, where can we take the routine, boring, monotonous experience that customers are used to having in their onboarding or in receiving their, you know, their invoice or in their welcome or maybe in their cancellation or maybe it's in their, you know, the first email they get or whatever it is and going, how can we add creativity to this moment to make this moment magical? Creativity is what makes the moment magical and thoughtfulness is what makes this magical. So that is the second key to using customer experience as a differentiator is to Audit each touch point you have with your customers and add creativity where you can. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. Number three is to be audacious in your ambition, but patient in your pursuit. I loved that quote right from Will Gadara in our interview together. And by the way, if you can't tell, like, I'm so convicted on this. We're we're sending this interview out to our entire, all of our employees at Brand Builders Group, right? We have dozens of employees. This will be a mandatory listen for employees. They will be required to carve time out of their daily work schedule to listen to this interview as a condition of their employment here, because this is a place where we can do a better job. And what Will says is to be audacious in your ambition, which is to basically, you know, set a high bar but be patient in your pursuit. And I think that is a key here is to go, okay, I want to have high goals 
and I want to reach for, you know, something that feels maybe impossible or something that's going to stretch us, something that's going to push us to our limits. And yet I'm going to allow myself the grace of getting there slowly. I'm going to focus more on consistency than intensity. That's one of my mantras from Take the Stairs, that consistency is greater than intensity. And so he's just applying that same principle to the idea of customer experience to go, okay, one day we want to be 11 Madison Park, right? Like one day we want to be Nordstrom. One day we want to be, you know, whoever, pick your brand that has incredible customer experience. Right now, we might not be able to get there, but let's choose one touch point with our customers where we can really, really exceed their expectations, where we can surprise them, where we can knock their socks off, right? Where we can really blow it out of the water by simply over-delivering in a very unexpected way on something that is normally trivial and mundane. So be audacious in your ambition, but be patient in your pursuit. Be slow and forgiving if it takes time to achieve this, right? You don't do this overnight. It takes years. And to transform your culture, right? Whether it's your own personal mentality of service and hospitality, or if it's, especially if you have a small team or a big team or a huge company, right? It's gonna take time to transform the culture. And so you can't do this overnight. You have to be patient in your pursuit. So I love that. The fourth thing, is another principle that I believe in and share a value here with Will. Now, the way that Will said it is one size fits one. One size fits one rather than one size fits all. So this is a key. This is the next key. This is the fourth key to using customer experience as a differentiator. One size fits one. What does he mean by that? He means do something for your customer that is unique to them. Go out of your way to do something for them that is so hyper-customized that they know it was only for them. It had to be just for them. It's not something that you can standardize, although you could maybe standardize the practice. It's got to be something specific to them. And I'll give you an example of this is a place where our team did a great job of this. One of our early clients at Brand Builders Group was a gentleman named Kier Weimer. And Kier was a client of ours for a couple of years. And we love Kier and we loved working with him. And, you know, he has this amazing story, a heartbreaking in some ways that, you know, he had a boating accident. He was driving and he went to prison after one of his friends died in a boating accident when he was driving. And so when he got out of prison, he couldn't get a job and he couldn't get into any, you know, like graduate schools. And so then, you know, it goes on and years later, he becomes very, very successful and very wealthy. And he got into the graduate school of his dreams. And then he happened to graduate while he was a Brand Builders Group client. And that was a big dream for him that he had set many years in advance. And our team noticed that. And we sent him a sweatshirt from that university, right? And it was just a special moment for him. He was super grateful because why? He felt seen, he felt heard, he felt cared about. He felt like more than a customer because he is that, he is that to us. He's someone that we, he was one of our very first customers, right? Brand Builder, he was one of the very first people who ever took a chance on Brand Builders Group. And so he means a lot to us, meant a lot to us. And so we took a moment and some budget and some time to pay attention, 
notice this opportunity, and then to invest those dollars, a few dollars to do something for one of our original clients to make him feel special. That was transformational. We can't operationalize that for everybody. Not all of our clients are, you know, have that story. Not all of them are graduating from the college of their dreams or the university of their dreams while they're an active client of ours. So we can't just operationalize that. And that's the point, right? That's the point that Will is making is that one size fits one. The way that we say it around here is the more specific, the more terrific. If you want to make somebody feel cared about, the more specific, the more terrific. It's got to be specific to their circumstance, specific to their timing, specific to their unique tastes and preferences. It's not wrong to send everyone a gift on Christmas, but What's more powerful is like in this example of Kier or in the Dirty Water Dog, (laughs) you've got to listen to Will Gadara's Dirty Water Dog story in the interview, right? That Dirty Water Dog story is a perfect example. If he served a, a New York City street hot dog to every one of his customers, it would be a waste of time and it wouldn't be impactful. But in that moment to that one person, it was so powerful, even though it literally cost like $2. It was so powerful. So the more specific, the more terrific. One size fits one. John DeJulius is another past interview that we had here on this show. And his concept here is called Secret Service. And he's been someone that's been transformational in our career. That's another interview you should go back and listen to on this same topic. But the more specific, the more terrific. Do something unique to that person is gonna be more powerful than doing the same thing for everybody at the same time. Really, really powerful. But the last thing, okay, so the fifth key to using customer experience as a differentiator is my favorite thing that Will said in the entire interview. And this was about creating an unreasonable hospitality culture. And he said this about his team. He said, our goal wasn't just to inspire our people to be better at their job. Our goal was to inspire our people to be better human beings. Our goal wasn't just to inspire our people to be better at their job. Our goal was to inspire our people to be better human beings, meaning to be better at seeing others, caring for others, making others feel welcome. That's what hospitality is about. That requires you to be a better human. It requires you to be less self-centered and more service-centered, less focused on you and more focused on them in order to have this moment of unreasonable hospitality. And in order to create this magical moment, you first have to be outside of yourself enough to be paying attention and listening, not just hearing what they're saying, but listening for an opportunity to go, there it is. Here is this little moment, this little opportunity that has shown up that I can go a little bit out of my way to make this person feel so special. That's what unreasonable hospitality is all about. And you can do that with a small budget. You can do that with a small team. You can do it with a big budget and a big team. You know, Will, I asked him that question and he said, well, you know, just the level of hospitality should probably match in some way the size of the bill, right? And otherwise it's not gonna be totally sustainable, but go over the top. It's not the price of the gift that matters. It's the level of thoughtfulness. It's the level of customization. It's the hyper-specific nature of what you're doing. That's what makes people feel special. And this is how you do amazing customer experience. This is how you do amazing employee experience. And 
as a husband and a family man, I can tell you guys, listen up. This is something I think AJ does an amazing job of this for me and for our boys is she does things like that to make us feel special all the time. Men, we probably need to work a little harder at doing that for our kids and for our spouses, right? And for the people who are important to us in our life is recognize these moments, these opportunities to do something magical for somebody else. It's really, really transformational for them. So that's what unreasonable hospitality is all about. Those are five keys to using customer experience as a differentiator. Be excellent at making people feel seen, cared for, and welcome. Audit the touch points and then add creativity. Be audacious in your ambition, but patient in your pursuit. Remember the more specific, the more terrific. And inspire your people not just to be better at their job, but to be better at being human beings. I loved it. I'm so inspired. Get the book on reasonable hospitality. Go listen to the interview. Share this recap. Share the interview with somebody who you know who will appreciate it and show some love to Will Gadara online. If you get a chance, let him know that you heard him right here on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. We'll catch you next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 